Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. And again, starting 2023 with our completely cannabis show, starting starring Valiant and uh, one of my favorite hosts, uh, Chris Tenaglia. Welcome, Chris. Welcome back. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. You know, I have to tell you, I was uh, in a meeting last week and somebody was talking to me about how impressed they were with Valiant as a company. And this oh, was wow. totally unsolicited. They were talking about you guys and how incredible they thought you were. And I was thinking, wow, that's great. That's it's nothing like an unsolicited compliment. So congratulations to all of you and what you've been able to do over there. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And our guest today, I don't know if you would like to introduce your guest, but it's Matthew O'Boyle from Valerie Architects. Yep. So Matthew O'Boyle with Valerie Architects. He's the- Valerie, sorry. No problem. He's the president and CEO of, of the company. Um, he started a company a, a couple of years ago. Um, Valiant and Valera do a lot of work together. Um, we work very well together throughout the whole industry. Um, Matt is, Matthew is a, a minority employee, uh, well, minority-owned business as well. So um, he can, he wants, if he wants to describe how that's affected his business and uh, the opportunities that that also presents, um, we'll let you go. Great, thank you. It's good to be here. Appreciate the invitation this morning. Yeah, it's been a it's been a bit of wild ride starting the company and, and getting into the cannabis industry. And I think that you know my unique perspective on things has really shaped the way that we do business uh, compared to our competitors and gives us a bit of a leg up in how we approach projects and clients. So it's been a good time. So when did you start the firm? In October of 2021, uh, was technically founded, didn't really get moving until January 1st of last year. So just over a year now. Well, that's quite a success story. What do you, uh, do you, what do you attribute that to? A lot of hard work and good people. Uh, we were lucky enough to hire a couple people pretty early on. We're up to five people now in the, in the new year, looking to continue to expand. But really, it comes down to the people and, and our clients are, are good to work with and really successful projects kind of lay the groundwork for a successful company. So one unique perspective that uh, Matthew and his team like to do is they get the construction team involved incredibly early in the process, even before the plans are even started. Um, that way we can give our take on depending on the geographic location, depending on how big the building is, just to do our take on the building. So sometimes an architect's take on a building is different than the builder's take and how much work can actually be done Whatever you draw and plan sometimes can't actually be built in this specific scenario. So Matthew has been incredibly instrumental in getting us on projects and being able to work together and ultimately saving the client money on a lot of those aspects. You know, and, and Matthew, I've worked uh, with architectural firms in my consulting practice over the years. And, you know, when they're working in industries like pharmaceutical or different things like that, there's specific designs, hospitals. Uh, there must be something specific to the whole cannabis industry that, you know, that you've had to learn and apply in your practice as well. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the really interesting thing with the cannabis industry is you have very two opposing design problems that you have to approach. Dispensaries and cultivation facilities are wildly different. There, there's really not a lot of overlap in, in the design and function of those two facilities. So banking on a lot of experience of retail fit out, both managing clients, uh, budgets and schedules for a retail location, which are typically pretty tight, but understanding the technical aspects of a facility 
and the operational expenses that can be incurred if your design doesn't flow with your daily operations. We're talking very significant amount of money that can be lost every day if the facility isn't designed correctly. So that's the experience that we like to bring. And that's my focus is really the, the efficiency of the design. I have the team here that works on the aesthetics more so than I do, but that appreciation for the technical side is kind of what's driving our success on the cultivation side. So Jeffrey, what Matthew's saying is he doesn't just draw lines on a piece of paper. There's actually something that's behind it. There's some thought behind it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, one thing that Matthew is an uh, expert in is in a cultivation, there's a, a thing called circulation and it's how, how efficient your facility is and how much uh, space is wasted in traveling paths. So he, when, before he gets his uh, schematic designs down, he takes all of that into consideration and finds the most efficient means of egress throughout the whole facility to make sure that circulation is minimal throughout the whole process. So he's maximizing the size of his facility without wasting the client's money to be able to uh, build as efficiently as possible. So, uh, you know, I remember going through uh, architectural tours in different cities around the world. Uh, would you say that you have a particular style to your firm as well? That's something that we're working on developing. You know, we're a pretty young firm. We have some styles that we've accumulated in our design career coming from previous firms. We haven't really established our style yet. And that's something that we're looking to start working on more this year. We probably have about 12 active dispensary projects right now where clients are starting to lean on us a little bit more for design. That's allowing us to express ourselves more so than, you know, maybe even just six months ago. So it's, it's huge on our list and it's something that we're really excited to get into. Matthew, what's your next market, target markets you're going to be getting into? Right now, we're focused in New Jersey. That's uh, kind of the, the hot spot. We have five dispensaries that we're actively working on down there, probably another four or five projects that are currently under contract review. Um, that's becoming more of an established market. There's a lot of names out there. We worked with Lady M, who was one of the first seven to get approved as a class five retailer in New Jersey. We're also working in Connecticut, which is an emerging market, having just legalized recreational sales but also the social equity program is very robust in Connecticut. We have two social equity cultivation clients in the state, very large operators. And then forward thinking even further is New York. New York's kind of the, the giant looming in the background for all these states. And we'll see, see how that shapes up. But that's, that's really what we're focusing on right now. They call it the on-off button. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up and wait. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, that was what I was going to ask you about. You have to keep your finger on track of where which states are going to be exploding next, correct? Absolutely, yes. So we went to several conventions last year, uh, one in New Jersey, uh, one in Massachusetts, one in uh, New York. And the New York conference felt a little early, even though it was on, pending to be legalized, wasn't quite ready for the market of clients and owners to be at that conference and really kind of get their feet wet. New Jersey was different. That was definitely another year ahead of New York and a lot of clients, potential clients were there to start understanding the process, collecting professionals and a team to, to put together to get their dispensary or cultivation facility operational within the next year or so. Interesting. Uh, Chris, any uh, follow-up? Just wanted to know what what's the target size for since you built 
what's it what you've you've designed and and built with us and other and other contractors what 15 facilities now what's your optimal size for a cultivation now that you've seen it in multiple states uh massachusetts throughout colorado everywhere how what is your the optimal size to build out for the most efficient schedule wise and the easiest for you that's a tricky question. Uh, I think optimal I asked size, <laughs> you know, I think optimal size really comes down to the client, uh, their experience, their team size. Obviously, their budget has a huge impact on the size of facility they can build out. You lose a lot of efficiencies on a small grow. We've done micro grows down to twenty five hundred square feet. Very simple projects, but you have a lot of overhead and professional design fees, licensing fees, real estate lawyers, etc., and the cost per square foot goes way up. The larger your facility, the cheaper your cost per square foot is. Obviously, your capital investment is much higher, but you're also allowed a lot of efficiencies in a very large facility that really increase your bottom line at the end of the day. But programming, understanding budget, that's all part of our job. And that's something that we can work with a client from the very start to really understand what is their optimal size. All very interesting. And Matthew, we really appreciate it. And since you're in such an emerging industry, I assume you're going to come back again with Chris. But if someone's looking for you in the company, how would they find you? Sure. My contact information is on our website. Uh, All my clients have my cell phone. I usually give my cell phone out. My personal business philosophy is communication and contact ability is incredibly important. And I hear that from my clients a lot that, you know, the previous architect never picked up the phone. So I, I really do pride myself on being reachable at just about any moment of the day. Good. Uh, Chris, if someone's looking for you and Valiant, how would they find you? Well, Valera and Valiant both have the same philosophy when it comes to being able to for reachability and picking up the phone. As everybody knows, my cell phone number is 617-462-7895. And you can also reach us at valiant-america.com and contact us anytime. And I, you know, it's funny, I was away with my wife last week and somebody asked my wife, when does Jeffrey work? And she said, when clients call him. (laughs) So I know that philosophy as well. Remind everybody that this is uh, Completely Cannabis, sponsored by Valiant. And we're going to take a break and we'll be back next week with Valiant and Completely Cannabis.